Welcome back to the Upstate Coffee Collective podcast. Happy Monday. Hope you're having a great start to your week. Uh, it is fall in upstate New York. The leaves are turning. We are still grinding. We always are grinding. Um, it's been a little bit since we have been on that consistent podcast schedule. Maybe you noticed. Maybe you're catching up on our playlist. Either way, we have been feeling like, oh, we got to get back to the podcast. We took a couple weeks off in the middle of the summer because um, we were just burnt out a little bit. We were jumping around to different farmers markets, uh, selling coffee, talking to people about coffee, working on our personal and professional lives. Uh, we just got a little burnt out. So we eased off the gas a little bit, focused on our mental health, and we're back. So you'll notice last week, two weeks ago rather, we released uh, an episode, just me and Kevin. Uh, and this week we have an episode with our new musician friend by the name of Izanagi. He is a 23-year-old producer and guitarist out of San Diego, California. Um, Kevin and all of his music antics, he loves to dive deep into new and interesting music. And he came across Izanagi, um, hit him up, and we got to talk to him on today's show. As a nice little surprise and a thank you for being a listener and, you know, in the spirit of getting your Monday morning started off on the right foot, here is a 30-second sample of Izanagi's new single, Holy Ghost. Release them, gotta chip them, I show the biggest New Zealand Really though, feeling like the only hope left Holy, holy ghost, whispering to me like a fully blown message I'm busting like Bill Murray, I'm clutching the last seconds Wish I could've been on my breath for his last seconds Wish I could've been more involved and maybe prevented But at the chapters of life are written, no switching up But I'm missing ya in the haze Cause you tatted on my arms, so we both bond to my dying days So I'm saying goodbye to this place All right, we weren't lying. He is so good. He's dope. So go check him out on Spotify and whatever other streaming services. Uh, his name is Izanagi. Uh, all of the A's are turned upside down to V's. Um, final note, yeah, we're back on a regular podcast schedule. We're going to do every other week, though. So every other Monday, expect a new episode. Um, we just wanted to make sure that we could keep up with it on top of everything else we got going on. Don't forget, uh, listeners of the podcast, get 10% off a bag of our flagship coffee blend, All Day ADK. Just go to our site, and when you check out, there's a little promo area that you can put a podcast in, and you get 10%. Thanks a lot. or something you can bring that yeah. up yeah and then okay. we always ask what's your jam 
which is probably the hardest question that we ask people. Oh yeah. Because it's like, what what song are you jamming? What album? What artist are you jamming like, uh, this week? No, that's a yeah. good question for me. I'm always looking for new music. So yes, love that question. Well, actually, that's, love that question. Yeah, are we recording already? Yes. Oh, sick. Yeah, well, my mic is hot too. So. Oh yeah. Oh, perfect. Good. Well, let's let's use that to jump right into the podcast. May I? You may. Welcome back to the Upstate Coffee Collective podcast. My name is Kevin Miner. I am the co-host to Woo-hoo. Matthew Pfeiffer, who's sitting across from me. Our guest this week. Let's just we let's just say we found him because I have an insatiable appetite for new music. Yes, and <laughs> uh, and I love his shit. Uh, is I would know him as Izanagi, but uh, Mr. Izanagi, um, allow me to ask you the inaugural question we ask people on the podcast. Who are you? How are you? And what do you do? All right. So my name is Ren or Izanagi. Um, I'm doing great. That's the first question I want to get over because like, honestly, it's been uh, stressful with the pandemic and like... I, th- I feel like even though we're still in the heat of it and like, you know, shit's still hitting the fan, dude, it feels kind of like clarifying in a way. And maybe I'm just comfortable mm-hmm. in like fucking existing in this space, you know? <laughs> well, it looks but, like you um, got a dope friend in the background there for sure. Did she pop oh, up? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have, I, ha- I have my little cat. Um, she's actually a <laughs> pandemic cat. I got her at the beginning <gasps> of pandemic. Oh yes. my god. Yeah, yeah. So it was a free adoption day and only one cat was left. It was her. And I was on the phone with the people working there and they're like, Oh, be careful with her. She she's like kinda rude. She might attack you and stuff like that. What? Right, right, right. And I was like, Well, like I like I was scared at first, but I scheduled the appointment anyway. I don't know, I had this feeling in my stomach and I looked at her picture. There was no way she was like a uh she looked like a sweetheart when I saw her. Yeah. So when I went to go meet her, she like jumped up into my arms and was meowing and like purring so loud. And just everyone working there was so shocked because she was so mean to all of them. And that's when I knew I had to take her home. Oh free adoption day too. Oh, she's like, hello, you're my person. You know, yeah. take me home. <laughs> all right. So we've, we've kind of cut into this a little bit with the cat segue. But uh, what do you do? I think oh. is the final part of that, right? Yeah. Did uh, we? What do I do? Right. Okay. So... <laughs> I would like to say I just take on boards of all creativity, mm-hmm. but mainly I am a music producer, composer, and guitarist. Yeah. Um, that is what I mainly do right now. I love doing anything musically. Um, I learn everything by ear. So I say guitars because that's my main instrument, but I play mm-hmm. everything on my music by myself. So. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. Yeah, thank and you're you, you. you're incredibly you're, sorry. You're incredibly talented. Still waking up. Yep. <laughs> Kevin, no, Kevin no won't let me have coffee here. because I'm I'm going substance He's free substance free for thirty days. <gasps> yes. Um, oh shit. Yeah, we'll we'll see how that goes. Yeah, but you can't no, even have this Lacroix. No, no, no. <laughs> give it back. Uh, but I went on to your Instagram <laughs> before we got on, and I was listening to some of your shit. And I first of all, you need to know one of my favorite subgenres of music is like lo-fi beats. And I feel like a lot of the shit that you're putting out has like really dope, like lead guitar, sort of like metalish guitar riffs over lo-fi beats. And it just is exactly what I need in my life. Yeah. So I'm really excited to get to talk to you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. um, So it's funny that you bring that up. That's one of my biggest influences is like 
the hardcore metal guitar scene, right? I listen to a yes. lot of Chan. San Diego represent Chan, you know? I oh, listen yeah. to a lot of Polyphia. Polyphia mm-hmm. is super sick. Um, funny enough, my my music roots actually is from Coed and Cambria in New York. Fucking oh, damn. yeah. Sick, yep. dude. We Dude, I love Coheed. I love I'm actually, Coheed. I might go catch them this month. Oh, uh, oh are they shit. playing in New York or is they're, it? They're they're gonna be in Worcester. The oh, in Worcester. That's where uh, I went and saw Between the Bear to Me. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Oh, Between yeah. the Bear to Me is so good too. Yeah, right. I, I have a feeling you guys have a very very similar similar palette. music <laughs> palette. Music yeah. yeah, music palette. Right. We do. <laughs> I listen to everything, like literally everything. If it's good, it's good. What am I gonna discriminate with genre? Right. Hell yeah. yeah. I well, so I actually I asked you to come on because I finally like, I I was going to I want to say like right after the Scarlet EP, right after you put that out, uh-huh. I was like, because I really was digging that, like that actually was probably Thank one of you. my top played albums over the past like, I think it's been out, uh, half a year now, right? About yeah, it came out yeah, like yeah, yeah. Uh, so, 2020, yeah. Yeah, so like I've been playing I've been playing that for the majority of this year. Uh but you oh, recently released a single that was just like so good. Thank um, you. Do you want to Through Grief and Healing, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could you could you talk about what it was like as a musician or or rather like yeah. what it's been like to express yourself through an instrument rather than writing lyrics and you know because lyrics can be kind of like on the nose sometimes but when you're expressing yourself with an instrument it's very like intuitive um but you still convey an emotion what's that been like for you thank you thank you um so funny enough growing up i wanted to be an r&b singer but as you can see i can't sing but (laughs) No, I, I love R&B music. Like, growing up, that's what I was put on to. I listened to a lot of Tamiya, a lot of, oh, like, sick. some really good R&B artists. I'll just leave yeah. it at that. Okay. But um, vocals are, like, my inspiration for lead sounds. So I listen to, like, Mariah Carey and her, like, I'll take that mm-hmm. and put that on mm. guitar instead. Or like her um, her little whistle note, you can do like a harmonic and like a bend to get like a whistle note kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. It's just finding different techniques that vocalists use. Because one thing I really picked up from bands like Cody and Cambria, the tone of this track does not have to coincide with the lyrics. Like they're singing some dark ass shit to a happy yep. poppy track. Right? That makes sense. So yeah, if like I could Blood take Red that- Summer. Stuff like Blood that. Red Summer, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So if I could take that idea that maybe the lyrics don't mean as much vocally and mm-hmm. then kind of take back to melody and the notes that they're choosing and how they're using those notes, maybe that's the language that's conveying the emotion more so than the actual words. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know. So if I take that ideology with the music notes and shit and put it to the guitar... That's kind of how I came up with it, I guess. <laughs> That's awesome. No, I got that vibe too. Like even just looking at some of your IGTV posts, you have a lot yeah. of your a lot of your um, your riffs have that personality to them, right? Where there's Thank it's it, obviously there's technicality to it, but there's just a little bit of flavor to it, like you know, an emotive element. Yeah, yeah, just the just the way that you know you you like you know hit the. Um, 
hit the whammy and uh yeah you, you know what i mean it's there's there's a certain amount of um of texture to the the riffs that you know i listened to very in, uh, honestly just like before we got on but I yeah. was I was really stoked about Matt, it. Like, <laughs> I've been I I told Matt I was like, hey, we're bringing on Izanagi. He's sick. Then, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was pretty much all. <laughs> I was Matt like, okay, cool. I'll week. look him up. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like that was my whole preamble. I'm like, he's awesome. sick. Like, we're talking awesome. to him on Thank Sunday. No, I'm so I'm so happy you guys are like really fucking with everything because honestly, yeah. like being in the whole like space, you just kind of in the zone, hundred yeah. percent all the time. I don't really pay attention to like what people are saying honestly so it's always nice to hear good feedback you know yeah yeah well the internet's such a big place too you don't know like is anybody listening and then if they are you know (laughs) what are they saying is it good is it bad and a lot of times um the internet you know comment sections of the internet are always very friendly so Mm -hmm. i think talking to real human beings um and creating a a close-knit community on the Mm -hmm. internet is really powerful yeah, um, that one to one feedback loop. Yeah, 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 right. And it's it's been hard to do, I think, up until this point. I think recently, yeah, yeah like sub communities, discords, and things like that are really bringing people together in a yeah. new way. Um, yeah. One question I wanted to ask really quick before we really dive in is: um, mm-hmm. uh, Do you have any uh, any sort of backstory to your moniker Izanagi? Yeah. Okay. So funny you you bring that up. Um, I mentioned coding Cambria. You, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure you guys are aware that they have the whole Amory War story. Yes. Um, I took that idea. I'm laughing because uh, Matt heard me explain the Amory Wars to him over the course of a car ride one time. <laughs> yeah. was, oh, in a car it was a very ride? long oh, car man. ride for somebody who is just being like, <laughs> I'm like drinking from the fire hose, you know? <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Keep going. So, so, that's, that's so you're inspired by Coheed. That's funny. Right, yeah. So... Um, when I was 15, I wrote this really grandiose story about how I wanted to die. Um, oh, whoa. Like a really, really grandiose story of like my whole life planned out. And mm-hmm. um, I ma- I named the character Ren and everything. And um, mm-hmm. he had this love interest. But as the time evolved, um, I don't know, as you get like immersed in this story, you kind of want to make your character this badass god. <laughs> You know, like if I'm going to write them like as I'm going to write them super, super sick. And one of the inspirations were Izanagi and Izanami because I love their kind of almost tragic love story that Mm -hmm. they're destined to like kind of be on opposite ends of the spectrum. And that Mm. idea brought along like the whole sun and moon ideology and stuff like that. The blood moon all came together. That's the whole blood moon saga is that whole story and from when i was 15 so there's a whole like background fictional story that is totally unrelated like not unrelated it's related but it's not needed you know yeah Mm. but it's there for people that are interested yeah that is really cool um i wanted to ask first and foremost like to really like get into discussing your music like what brought you to you describe yourself as a guitarist what brought you to guitar in the first place oh man honestly it's the bitches no i'm just joking Joking, completely joking no um i had a this shitty nylon string in my 
grandparents um closet that i was always fascinated with mm-hmm. this actually connects with the awesome story so um i showed interest in piano first as a child i would mm-hmm. play like all my life oh yeah like all by casey ear and jojo and right casey and jojo right yeah, yeah. damn dude yeah wow. so good i'm all over <laughs> yeah great music it's great music oh yeah but started with piano and i guess my family like realized that i had a interest in music and they bought me a, a keyboard first that's what i started with but mm-hmm. then i found like an interest in this guitar that i always saw in the closet like when i'm playing i'm playing hide and seek in there whatever there's always a guitar in there i found interest in there so i took it out learned like maybe an a chord and a c chord totally wrong because the guitar is out of tune but i thought it sounded good because i don't know any better yeah <laughs> right yeah so i like learned the shape and everything and my grandparents saw that and they bought me my first guitar which was one of those it's um a les paul actually because i was really into coding cambry at the time and i wanted to learn their riffs so my nice. first guitar was a les paul yeah that's uh, a good first guitar yeah, epiphone or gibson <laughs> Epiphone, yeah, Epiphone yeah. all the way, all the way. Yeah, I don't, I don't fuck with Gibson. Oh shit! Sorry. So you prefer Epiphone? That's cool. Now, if it's a classic Gibson, Gibson over Epiphone. But the sure. newer guitars, Epiphone over Gibson all the way. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, and and just like yeah, I mean, so just a little backstory about me. I I have I've played guitar since I was about eleven. Um, oh shit! And I fell I fell deep deeply in love with guitar and i <clears throat> i personally learned how, how to sing and started writing songs and you know mm-hmm. joined yeah. a band in high school um and i you know i used to beg my parents i wanted a les paul more than anything that's what i wanted you know and yeah. i was like kind of yeah. into metal kind of into like pop punk yep. especially like in like the mid 2000s era like that sort of like pop punk was just like everything to me yeah, yeah. yeah and uh and one christmas we it was like a shitty year too we had just moved um actually here to new york to saratoga yeah wow and oh, uh shit. And my, you know my my family was like just trying you know we were like my parents were building a house and we were living in this like shitty old little spot yeah and i'm a i'm a hormonal you know teenager and uh christmas rolls around and i don't really ask for anything but my parents know that like, I, I love you know, I want this Les Paul one day. It's my dream. Yeah. And <clears throat> I come downstairs on Christmas morning and there's a guitar case. And I, and my parents got bought me a fucking Gibson Les Paul. That's it. For Christmas. Yo. It's, like, it's the it's one of the best things, you know, one of the yeah. one of my favorite moments in my life. And that, yeah. that guitar is still hanging in my office and I oh, pick it up. That's that beautiful. Very yeah, often. That's yeah. a beautiful story. Right. I I I can really appreciate, you know, a love story between a person and a guitar. Yeah. Yes. Cuz I've been there. So so you ended up you've got this Epiphone. What's the first Coheed and Cambria song that you learned? <laughs> um In Keeping Secrets I'm, of Silent Earth 3, baby, the best one. Oh, okay, dude. it's one of the best ones. One of the best. So ones. good. I actually that I think there's like there's um like a music a, like a professional composer did a reaction video to a co- to that song. I think I saw that. Yeah, it's so like, and he's like, he was just like blown away. It was really good. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, they're so technically just brilliant, right? Oh yeah. So is that what made you get into the more composition side of guitar? Because I know that there's a lot of composition that happens in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's where I got more into like 
you could say composition um a lot of the uneducated folk will say it's prog <laughs> i'm just joking <laughs> it's just a, it's a little joke that coheed is and prog but they're not really prog they're you know no, pop prog no. if you want to call it that i guess <laughs> yeah i feel like i feel like um calling like coheed prog is the same type of hyperbole like when you have like chocolate covered raisins and you're like they're raisins but a thousand times better it's right like all right they're a little bit better you just added chocolate you just like, put chocolate yeah. Just added, yeah. all right yeah because yeah. structurally they still follow the same like verse chorus like that 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 yes. exceptions with good apollo that album takes some detours which i love but yeah. um for the most part, they're very structured songs. They just sound a little crazy because they have a lot of their influences, right? Mm -hmm. But um, for the most part, <clears throat> that's what made me realize that you don't have to follow structure because Good Apollo was my first album. Mm -hmm. um, I got into Coheed with Good Apollo through my uncle. That's um, a dope album. He's the one that really started my journey with a bunch of like all this cool music shit. Was yeah. with Good Apollo, one of the albums fucking might have been december underground or that was from my dad um fungus oh, from, among AFI? Us fr from afi fungus among us from oh, uh, yeah. incubus yo uh, that's a dope album that's such a dope album dude oh fungus my among god us is one of my have favorite. you ever listened to that yep. i have not oh my god the hillicus so, and like hillicus yeah dude that's what's up that's a deep cut the incubus yep. when they first started were they were like a red hot chili peppers inspired psychedelic funk band yeah yeah and it was Totally That's the best way to describe it. Play now, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah if, if you were to ask me, you know, what what do I know of Incubus? It's definitely you know the mainstream, the shit that Incubus is gonna play when you they come to You would bust out your guitar and play Drive. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was the second guitar song I learned was Drive. Uh, was it? Shit. Oh, sick! Yes, nice. that is That's so funny. Dope. Yeah. <laughs> so I I, I want to you you mentioned like you know oh uneducated people will call it we'll call Coheed Prague. Yeah. What is your <laughs> what is your definition of Prague? Like oh, if, you yeah. had to, if you had to go there. I would honestly even put Coheed under Prague. Um now Prague for me is anything that pushes their own limits as a musician. Mm, Prague okay. as a progressive. They're progressively right. moving as a musician. So like a more like uh, uh, to venture back to a band that we mentioned already. Like Chan is very obviously Prague very yeah. prog you know yeah like yes. that's like quintessential prog it's it almost like there's i don't want to uh, call it completely esoteric but there is something that's a little bit like you have to mm. you have to have a more reformed music palette to listen to some prog you know like there's yeah. some stuff that's just yeah. like it's like jazz like some of it's way way out there and some of it is like classic and cements itself into music culture mm. you know i yeah, actually but like Oh, I'm sorry, but no, I, no, you're that's good. That's a great point. Go ahead. I'd actually put uh, Chan under like math rock more than Prague. I oh, was okay, gonna yeah, go there yeah. too. All I right. feel like yeah. Chan is math, but uh, you know, listening to, I mean, just in my head, hearing you know some of some of the the more classic Chan yeah pieces, I go, okay, I can see how they're really, yeah, they're really pushing limits, and they're yeah. really, yeah. I mean, their shit is, oh fuck, what's the um, you. Uh, you're, forgive me because my my memory of of Chan music isn't that great. Uh, but there's there's a song that uh, has a music video of a dog and a skateboard. Oh, is, is that it uh, the one with Masego? Na, 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 yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Na na yes. na with yeah. lo-fi. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one with Masego in it. I think so. Speaking of R and B singers. <laughs> right. Yeah. I love Anyways, Masego so much. So good. <laughs> yeah. So good. <laughs> uh well, okay, so you guys would call it math rock. I math rock for anybody who doesn't know what it is, is like very clearly it's it's rooted in the idea of using time signatures and time signature changes to yes. create a you know a unique sound. Right. I think math rock finds its roots in progressive rock music. Progressive is kind of like it's almost like progressive is like kind of an umbrella term. Mm -hmm. And then you end up with a lot of stuff under that. Like I, yeah. I would say between the buried and me would be viewed by a lot of people as being a progressive band. I would call them yeah. math core. You know, yeah. because they're very yes. math rock and there's a lot of post hardcore to it, you know? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you, you have you have a library and an understanding of music and music culture that I I wish I could have and that I and that I aspire to have because as I as I said to you, Ren, like I I have roots in music. Yeah. And when mm -hmm. I as I grew up though, I, I ended up going to college and I got into a technical field and sort yeah. of fell music fell to the wayside in a way that I now have an acoustic guitar in my living room sitting yeah. on, you know, a stand looking at me so that when I, you know, so that I have to see it and yeah. I have to play it at least once in a while. Oh, that's it's good. not yeah. the way I used to. I, I no. really wish that I could pick it up and, and do what, what you do, you know, and, and, yeah. and really push my limits the yeah. way that I used yeah. to. Matt really peaked on my porch in high school playing <laughs> guitar. Really <peaked. laughs> Musically, no, I was kidding. Oh no, can I tell you can I tell you my music peak? Can I tell you my music peak? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Yeah. Yeah, hit me. This is my freshman year of college. Okay. And it's the first day. It's like my first day, my freshman year in college. Yeah. Uh -huh. And I'm in a, I'm in my dorm and our our RAs, you know, uh, resident assistants, yeah. right? bring everybody together for a floor meeting so mm -hmm. everybody can introduce themselves. And so they go around uh -huh. the room and they say, you know, introduce yourself, tell us one fun fact about you. So at okay. that, as of that point, I had released a small four-song EP that I wrote myself. I was really oh, proud of shit. it. Uh -huh. uh, you know, just singer-songwriter, acoustic stuff. And it was really right. good. It was right around the time that you were able to self-publish the way you can now. You know, where I like, I it's on iTunes, yeah. it's on Spotify. Yeah. I went through oh, CD Davy or something. Yeah, thanks. Um, and so my fun fact was that I was on iTunes. And everybody was like, what? No, no shit. And my RA was like, will you play us a song? I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll do it sometime. And he's like, they're like, no, right now. They're like, go, oh. go get your guitar, play right did now. Did you? And I did. And? And then I got laid that night. For the bitches. Great. For the bitches. Sorry, Mr. Bitches. That's my where bad. I peed. <laughs> <laughs> my bad, Mr. Bitches. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, not to derail us, but that was yeah. that was too good. That's no, I love that. That's, That's a great, great story. <laughs> that That's that great. is like, yeah, that is like if if someone there's someone who's who's gonna listen to this podcast at some point and they're gonna be thinking about picking up guitar and they're gonna get, hear that and go buy the guitar. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna be like, "That's the one. I'm getting this guitar." Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh my god. Wait. Okay. So Ren, I also just for like listeners, I have to. How old are you? Oh yeah, I, it's funny because like I have baby face, very aware of that. Um, so believe it or not, I'm not actually twelve. Um, I'm, 20. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, twenty-four. I just turned twenty-four this year. Okay, I I put you at like twenty-one. And yeah, it was yeah. only because I had heard you speak, and I was like, all right, he's out. Like he's in his twenties. Here's the thing. Like I've, so you're. Are you in San Diego? I am in San Diego. Yes. Okay. So, uh, good old friends of mine. 
who mm-hmm. constantly still look 12, uh, Vic and Mike Fuentes of Pierce the Veil, uh, oh, would con- yeah. like even on tour, like people would like card Vic Fuentes at Warp Tour to get back to his bus sometimes because yep. he's like he's like five foot four mm-hmm. and has a baby face, you know. Oh. Yeah, and he has like that. Yeah, yep. and he has like that. He's got a tiny voice too, so it's just it doesn't help him mm-hmm. at all. But <laughs> luckily though, I'm, I am I am pretty tall, like in real life. I don't know. It doesn't look like it. I'm not. I'm average. All right. Don't, okay. Yeah, it, yeah, don't yeah. look at me and think I'm like six four. All right. Yeah. Let's not also, let's not overshoot our boundaries here. It's good that you have a baby face too. Like I mean, people like oh, yeah. you. I feel like you hate having a baby face until everyone else looks old. Yeah, you know, everyone <laughs> looks old as shit, and they're like, "Tell us your secret." Yeah, and like, <laughs> I don't know genetics. Yeah, I got carded last week. Shut up! I'm oh, not shit. kidding. Kevin's yeah. in his thirties. I'm thirty four. And yeah. you got carded, dude. That's yeah, that's was dope. Real, I was like. That's kind I, of I embarrassing, like, I, like, I like bowed. I was like, thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. Oh, you're handing the That's card? Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> thank you very much. Good day. Much. You made my day. Yeah. <laughs> Good day. Oh, my no, gosh. Uh, All right. So you're 24, mm-hmm. but uh, and you have how many EP, How many uh, releases have you put out musically? Uh, official releases because... Yes. Um, so I break this down into like canon and not canon right mm-hmm. because okay. i release music as i'm done with it for people to just mm-hmm. enjoy it as it is yeah regardless if it's going to be part of the album or not that's why i have a lot of eps a lot of singles okay. so right now the big umbrella of releases is through grief and healing focus okay. which is a cover of hers focus mm-hmm. but an instrumental version um so dope and the blood moon those those are the okay. only three that are official everything else are okay. like demos basically okay cool so you've got three official releases and like and you're i would say you're still kind of like you're as as much as you have a solid sound to each of those you're kind of still playing around you're fine in your sound yeah. as you're releasing these it's really interesting to hear thank you yeah where where do you where do you think uh, you're going to head musically. Like, what do you think is the next direction for you as a producer, as a guitarist, as a composer? It's actually great that you asked this question because um, I just not a rebrand, but a kind of a rebrand for this next EP. Or not yeah. even EP. I'm, it's going to be a full length album. I'm going to say that nice. right now. I have enough material that's going to be a full length album coming up. Yeah, LP. Um, and it's with one of my best friends that I made here. Um, his name is well he goes by Jacoby we'll call him Jacoby and okay. um, if you guys are down after we're, we're done talking here I'll send you uh, one of the tracks that we have done and dude yeah yes. yes so it's hip hop this guy raps and he's really sick okay so I am very sick. picky with who I work with like very yeah. very picky just because like Already, I'm already so invested creatively with like the story and everything. Like, the story yeah. now is the backhand. I I work it around the music. The music takes the mm-hmm. priority nowadays. But mm-hmm. he's super like in tune with me. Like, we got it all together. We're all down on the same shit. And like this track Whoa. that we put together, it's called uh, "Holy Ghost." It's gonna be the first single for this album, upcoming. Nice. It's called "Holy Ghost." It's about a three minute track. Um, I won't say too much, but it is uh, dedicated to someone special for him, and it's a very special track for both of us. Um, oh, that's awesome. 
emotionally it's around the same feelings as the grief and healing so that that song is also going to be on this album we talked about it we're going to put through grief and healing on this album as well so oh, dope man super super so exciting i love that yeah and i love how you're just putting it out into the universe you're like you're like oh i do an ep no it's a full length and you're yeah. just like you have to commit yeah. to it sometimes and it's hard yeah. because it's it's a bigger goal you yeah. know right. but i uh i appreciate that i think it's easy to get you know uh, it, it's easy to get into the the comfortable loop of just I'll release a single, I'll release a right. single, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, right. So that's great. Have you? Uh, so you also, like you said earlier, um, and alluded to here, you're a producer. So you work with other artists. Is that your your yeah. main source of income, or is that like us also a side project? Uh, that is really also a side project. Honestly, um, I do actually like guitar lessons because of the way that I perceive the neck and stuff. And deconstruct music is a little bit more digestible, I think, for me. And I'd like to put that out for mm -hmm. other people that might understand how I get it to play cooler shit. You know? Yeah. Play some cooler yeah, shit. Totally. <laughs> Dude, that's dope. Do you is have that, is that the tagline on your flyers for guitar lessons? Play cooler play, shit. Play cooler shit, basically. Like it should be. That's play right. cooler shit buy and that. do it easier. <laughs> it's nice. not that hard as you think, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. that's dope. There's there's a lot of opportunities there, like to either you know have a, a YouTube channel. You might even have a YouTube channel. Like yeah. you, like I said earlier, Kevin was like, hey. We're talking Izanagi. He's dope, and I was like, <laughs> "That was it." Uh, but you know, YouTube series. Uh, you could do paid, um, yeah, like like paid lessons and things like that yeah. on the internet. I mean, there's so much there. Might might be doing Twitch sometime soon. I don't know. Oh, I'm just kidding. Hell yeah, that'd be that'd sick. be sick. Yeah, dude, you be, should. I'd yeah. sub. Thank just, you. Yeah, just Thank hop you. on, play some riffs. Yeah, I, like I actually that. I discovered. Uh, th I'm sorry about this aside. I discovered this guy named Datsun who yeah. is uh, he just makes beats. Yeah. Um, oh, I I discovered him yeah, because he was on Reddit doing a, like a Reddit live sort of AMA mm. thing while yeah. he was making beats, and then towards the end, like he he really got a lot of um he got a lot of momentum on Reddit and was like, all right, like my hours about up. Come come meet me over at Twitch. And so I subbed to him on Twitch, and he just goes live every you know every once in a while. Yeah. And he just. He just plays beats and everybody just like chills and chat and like Sick. just jams with him. Yeah, it's. I mean, Twitch is not yeah. just for gaming. I'm no. telling you. No. Well, look at uh, Jamie Koalella. Jamie Koala. She goes on and just paints. Oh, yeah. Oh, she like will do art on Twitch and like people just hop in and check out her art. I mean, she's got like a clothing line and shit too. But, See, yeah. You know. Twitch is not just gaming and bathtubs, dude. Nope. There's so much more. I'm gonna do the bathtub. Wait, bath tubs on Twitch? I'm gonna do the bathtub. <laughs> you don't know about bathtub streams? No, I'm gonna I don't do a know. Bathtub. Oh no, it's sorry, it's hot tub streams. Hot, hot tub, tub stream, stream right? Yeah. What? I'm a hot There's a period that. of time where yeah, there's a period of time where where hot chicks would just sit in uh in a hot tub in a bikini uh -huh. and just talk to like Simps. You know, simps, simps, simps. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't yeah. want to know. I don't know if I was going <laughs> to. No, you can just use the yeah, term. Yeah, 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 that, yeah. that is a culturally acceptable term. Yeah, yeah, I think Twitch put the kibosh on that, but anyway. Yeah, I think yeah, because yeah. they were like, we want to do more creative stuff. We we don't want that. And th then like someone came along and scooped it up, and they were like, well, we have OnlyFans now. Like <laughs> exactly, that's exactly. what happened. Exactly, that's how that developed. Now there's like simp culture. Like oh yeah oh yeah that's crazy. Oh, yeah. There's like yeah. Dude, I have the internet sense. is a it's deep, crazy. deep hole. Yeah. Yeah. The internet's a weird place. Uh, but it's a weird place where you can make dope music. <laughs> and make dope true. friends. Yeah. Like it our is friend true. Here. Thank um, you. I wanted to ask you, 
I, I mentioned earlier when I was listening to some of your music, it had like lo-fi, mm-hmm. you know, kind of vibes to it. Mm-hmm. Do you also like do you have, do you dabble in lo-fi beats at all? Do you make lo-fi beats or do you? What's the deal there? Would you make Matt some lo-fi Please? beats? Would you? <laughs> yes, um, actually, I have an EP specifically for you. Uh, if you like, EP, yeah. if you like lo-fi, like lo-fi hip hop, just like shit you leave on in the background and forget that it's on. Basically, it's called yep. From Dusk Till Dawn. That EP is yes. literally, you put it on repeat from dusk till dawn. Do you see the alliteration? Yep. <laughs> I have, I, I will admit, I have actually put your music on repeat while I'm doing work. So Thank you. Working on and it you, now. You've probably gotten a good extra like thousand plays out of me because oh, I'll do that. <laughs> I believe it. I, I see it. Like I, yeah. I'm one to check my Spotify like um, yeah, yeah, yeah. analytics and stuff. And sometimes I'm just mm-hmm. wild out by like seeing other locations. It's crazy how the internet makes it so accessible, you know? Well, you can definitely, we have a good friend named Byron who lives in London, so you can expect to see a a couple pop up from the UK in the next couple weeks because he's a big Chan fan, and I'll be like, hey, and I'll just send him this. Oh, shit. And be like, we interviewed a Chan fan. (laughs) Sick, sick. I love, yeah. He's all about it. I love people that have good taste. I love to get Byron. (laughs) Right? Dude, dude, I've actually... I've got a rant, like, here's a little, like, discussion piece for all of us. Um, So, Tim Henson of Polyphia just recently did a commercial, but released it the same way that you would release a song. Yeah. And it was for his new product, the, the, like, digital amp, the online, like, the digital package thing that he worked on. Love that amp, by the way. Neural DSP. What, what, it's called like Archetype, right? The Tim Henson Archetype from Neural DSP. Y- yes. Yeah. Okay. So that in itself, like what he played there was a song. Yeah. But the purpose of the song was to highlight the product. So it's also a commercial. And like, like I, like how do you guys feel about that? Like that's an interesting thing that like this dude wrote a song to just highlight the ability of this thing, and it mm. by itself like it's it's impressive. I would listen to that as a single. Sure, oh, yeah. but also it's it's the a song commercial. Is called Purgatory. He's 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 still he, oh this okay. Yeah, he Thank said you. the song is called Purgatory. He made it specifically for um this archetype thing. Yeah. Um, it's not released anywhere, but he did say on Twitter no. it's called Purgatory. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, and and when it comes up on YouTube, it just says Tim Henson Archetype. Like it's not, right, like it's very right. clearly a song. Like if you yeah. played it and didn't look at the video, you'd be like, it's oh, a that song. was a dope song. It's but a if you look at the video, they're like, too. yeah, they're showing you all the effect. Like it's it's an advertisement. Mm-hmm. It's nuts. Like, but I think like yeah, I, I'm sorry. No, you go, Ren. You you know a lot more about this is, than I do. I was do you think that that's that. like going to happen more in the future? Like, yeah. is this like the start of no, something new that's happening with absolutely. the guitar community? Because okay. um, knowing, being a guitarist in the community too, we're kind of like socially awkward. I'd like to say so. Explaining, <laughs> um, explaining how to what these things do is not our mm-hmm. forte, but showing you. Yeah, we can show you what this um, shit does, right? Yeah. So I yeah. think with all these new guitars coming out, with Ibanez putting out all these other people, Neural DSP is putting out all these people like Charlie Robbins, um, yep. Manuel. I totally forget how to say his complete name, but he's super sick from Unprocessed. Like all these dope guitarists. Oh yeah. All these dope guitarists. I always call him Right Hand King just because he's the Right Hand King. But, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, he's dope. 
Have you listened on Process, Matt? No. He's dope. We'll listen to him later. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, That's I, our relationship right there is, is, is Kevin <laughs> will be like, dude, have you listened to insert, you know, uh, kind of out there musician or, or band? And I go, no. And he goes, all right, I'm putting it on. <laughs> like, I don't get a choice yeah, and yeah. I'm glad for I, that. So, so you think that this is going to happen more? That yes. guitar players are going to explain products by releasing a song that just highlights what it does? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. um, honestly, they have the visuals in the background to show you, you like exactly what they're showcasing within the thing to kind of explain yeah. it. But sonically, you're not there to listen to them really talk about it. That's what interviews and shit are for. If you're there to look yeah. at the product, you you're there to see what the fuck it does. <laughs> yeah, get straight yeah. to the point, bro. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, no, no, I, it's so true. I really appreciated that, and I was like, I was like, this is one of the best. M- new versions of marketing that i've seen in a long time was just a yeah. guitarist rather than like sitting down with you know a mic in his face and going like hey what's up i'm tim henson from right. Bolivia and blah blah blah. it's right. literally just him playing yeah and it's a dope video too yeah yeah i i actually um i've so our mutual friend tyler is a huge gearhead and he's a he's a really talented guitarist himself yeah um and him and i talk about this all the time um, that tech for like, um, like digital effects pedals oh, yeah. mm-hmm. have come such a long way that it's, it's very, I mean, you'd have to be incredibly talented to hear sonically the difference between the, you know, sampled or digitized version of whatever, let's say you're simulating an amp, you know, mm-hmm. even like tube heads, mm-hmm. you can, everything is so dialed in now that unless you are a purist about um you know a purist about sound and about you know putting together an effects pedal board yeah you can't tell the difference and instead of spending you know all this time and effort and money on creating this this perfect chain for yourself Mm -hmm. you can just buy like like what what is that thing this this product called the architect archetype archetype yeah you could buy an archetype or something like it yeah. and you can get whatever tone, whatever yep. amp, whatever cab you want. Yeah. And it's all right there. I think that's really powerful and, and really disrupting to the whole industry. I think. Yeah. Yeah. In a good way. In a good way. And I, yeah, I yeah. think so. Do, would you say, yeah. So you think it's, it's a good thing. Yeah. I, I mean like me being a traveling musician too, I would do not want to be carrying my matchless amp everywhere I go. And that's annoying. If I can yeah. keep it all in like a, an Axe Effects pedal board, because that has a lot of like the boutique sim- simulators for like a Matchless or um, all mm-hmm. those great crunchy clean sounds, mm-hmm. um, or like from my laptop with the just an audio interface and using um, whatever simulator I have. I use a lot of like Neural mm-hmm. DSP stuff. I have like every yeah. single one of them. That's how I have like yeah. such oh, a just, variety just of stuff. Like yeah, just stuff like in the box. Yeah. saying so like you just have a shit ton of plugins yep a shit ton of plugins um i love I'm not it. not limited to guitar too uh one thing i learned from tim is you can use vocal plugins on guitars so i have a bunch of yeah. vocal plugins that i use for a guitar too yeah damn and you can use guitar plugins for, for vocals <laughs> yeah you can yeah. it's fun uh actually using using some light distortion for certain like screams is really like that's the way to go no shit oh yeah, yeah. I'm learning yeah. a lot today. <laughs> I'm going to pick up a guitar later. 
dude well and think about this so like uh, adding on to that like now you don't like i remember very specifically my brother had that 5150 amp right that okay. tube amp yep right mm-hmm. and he had to treat it like a baby and he had to like take extra special care of it everywhere he went. Yeah. And like, you gotta let got it warm on stage. up. He got it off stage. It was heavy. Like, yeah. if anybody else was carrying it, he was constantly like, be careful with it. Now he would have the ability to have that effect stored somewhere mm-hmm. so that he doesn't right. have to lug this huge 5150 around. And although, yeah, there's like, there's pros and cons to that. I see the benefits outweighing the cons, yeah. you know? Like, totally. <laughs> Now companies don't have to replicate a 5150 amp every time a guitarist wants to play one, too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's certainly an argument for, you know, the industry and the craftsmanship of creating these pieces, these, like, you know, these... There's Penny. She wants to get in, man, on the podcast. Yeah, That's what's up. No, she sees a bird. Can you hear that on your end? I think so. I was like, is that a... There's a pug. Okay. Oh, that's a pug. That's a pug. She's just (laughs) jumping around. Uh, yeah. So, so I mean, there's there's a certain amount of like, oh, the you know, the craftsmanship of creating the real thing mm-hmm. that maybe is lost in this process. And, and I mean, people are still buying the real thing. Yeah. Um, but you're right. I think for the average musician, it's sort of the great equalizer because not everybody has, you know, money and the uh, really the ability to to lug all these giant pieces of equipment around. Yeah. You're right. It really takes uh, somebody, you know, ma- you know saving up a couple thousand dollars and now you have a couple uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of gear right at your disposal in this small piece of tech and right? you have so much more space right. than your mom's minivan when you go to a show biggest pro right there is more right. space in the minivan <laughs> minivan doesn't sag as much wait do you have a minivan I don't actually. Oh, no. I figured <laughs> that would have been ask, funny just though. In case. Just in case. That would have been so. Yeah. Good that's funny. like, <laughs> that's such a guitarist move. Is right. oh, a guitar or drummer? Right. Yeah. To oh. have the minivan. Right. Lagging drum or yeah, uh, bringing drums oh. places. Oh, I used to go up and down this giant flight of stairs from Troy Harmon's basement up to the main floor, through the house to the garage, loaded into the van, and then. You know, then you load onto the stage, off the stage, back in the van, and then back down into the basement yep. later. I mean, what Damn. a workout, man. Good workout. That is a workout. Uh, it really is. Ren, so do you play out right now? Or are you playing live anywhere? Um, funny enough, I, I am planning my first live show next year. <gasps> yeah. Well, quote, quote unquote awesome. first. This is my first yeah. under Izanagi, so. Okay. okay, cool. So you've been yeah. doing it like you're part of your life, right? Right. So uh, I would do like um, just little pop up like open mic shit like low key, and I, oh, I would yeah. use a completely different name and everything. Mm-hmm. So w- when I used to live in Orange County, there was this coffee shop that had a, a open mic, and mm-hmm. I was kind of getting a feel for music. So I was living in Orange County. And a little backstory, little side tangent, but I was living in Orange mm-hmm. County because originally I was in medical school to be a respiratory therapist. Whoa! Completely wow. different, right? So I was at an open mic, and um, I don't know. I fell in love with music there. Um, it was I just picked up one day. I went back home to San Diego, got all my music shit from home, and brought it to Orange County. Started fucking around with it. I like mm-hmm. pirated Ableton. I remember this. I pirated like Ableton Eight <laughs> just yep. to make a beat, right? And I made a like, yeah. quick beat. Brought it to the open mic. Played a little bit of guitar bombed it but loved it 
No. <laughs> <laughs> that's, I mean, that's the classic story. You're like, you get off stage, you're like, how was it? People are like, it was good. Yeah, yeah. It was, oh, good. It was good. Yeah. Now, I think everybody's got, um, I think every musician has. Bombs at some point. Yeah, has a coffee shop or some sort of little cafe that did an open mic night that kind of started it for them. Yeah. Mine was, um, uh, what's the coffee shop on the main street in Boston Spa or in the corner near Coffee Planet. Coffee Planet. They used to do open mics. (laughs) Yeah. That was my shit. That's where I first played out for the first time. Did you get laid? (laughs) Not that time. I'm sorry. Not that. T- yeah, you you set that up. I was like, actually, yeah. <laughs> actually, yeah. Oh, damn. That that person listening is like, I'm really getting this guitar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He just, yeah, he just clicked bought. He just, he just bought it right now. Just, yeah, guitars he just clicked for me. Buy now on Amazon. He's <laughs> like, that was the one. Oh That's my so god. Funny. So good. Uh, all right. So you're playing your first. Well, you're planning out your first show as Izanagi. Um, what material are you gonna play? Are you gonna play like? The are you gonna play like the canon material? I know that you're classifying yeah. them differently. So a lot okay. of um, not a lot. So I'm actually gonna be playing a lot of the new stuff with my friend. Oh yeah. So a lot of the Dope. the beats and like the rapping, we're gonna do a lot of that just to kind of promote the album. Um, okay. I am bringing. Is the some, album under sorry. A gr- sorry? Real quick, is the album under a group name or is it gonna end up being Izanagi X Jacoby or like? We, we we talked about this. Um, okay. I think we're gonna go with just Izanagi and Jacoby. We we kind of wanted to do okay. like a Dreamville umbrella thing, and then like have us yeah. there too. That way we can also bring in other artists that we fuck with. But that's reaching Hell for yeah. way too later. Let's just focus on us for now. Get this out for yeah. ourselves, you know. And then we'll talk yeah. about that down the road. Dope. Uh, where are you guys setting it up? Is it gonna be local, like San Diego? Or are you gonna have to travel or? Um, so the first show, we're going to just kind of get our feet wet, do it in San Diego. I'm doing it for my birthday, nice. actually. So oh, sick. When's your birthday? June 4th. Gemini, baby. Nice. Woo-woo. <laughs> nice. Thank you. Thank you. That's what's up, dude. Yeah. So uh, June 4th, first show. First show. Uh, we're going to do it possibly at Fiesta Island. So we have like this um, dope ass. It's like a, what are they called? Like spits? Like spits of land, instead so they're not a complete island. They have like a, a road that leads to the island kind of thing. Oh, like uh, like a little Ela, like yeah, like yeah, 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 like a yeah, exactly like that. So they have that, <laughs> and you could do like bonfires and shit there, which I think is so oh, nice, sick. so cool. Yeah. So it's gonna be like outdoors, outdoors show, yeah. Oh, That'll be sick. That. Middle of June in San Diego. That's the fucking dream. Right? Hell yeah. I haven't been to San Diego I'm personally. I'm going. I'm going. You want to we'll grab some tickets? We'll I'm just, going to the show. Dude, yeah. Absolutely. Please do. <laughs> please, please come. Through. I want to go to Cali. I'm, I'm looking for an excuse. It's been a minute. I'll go next year. Yeah. Shit. That'd be super sick. No, it's absolutely. That'd be really cool. I'll have time. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to see Natalie Carr this month in, <laughs> in New York City New York. on a Wednesday. Yeah. I'm going to see Izanagi on June 4th next year. Do we even know what day of the week that is? What, her show? No, 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 uh, June June 4th. 4th. (laughs) No, I have no idea. No, it's going to be the weekend of that. Like, I'm not going to do it on the weekday. Oh, okay. okay. I'm going to do it on the weekend. Not like Natalie Carr. Natalie, if you're listening, why didn't you come to New York on a weekend, man? I want to come see you. Uh, Yeah. Oh, I feel (sighs) that. Next time, our our girl Natalie actually, we'll we'll sh- we'll send you some of her music, dude. She's okay. dope. Yeah, um, she's so. She's a really dope. good R and B singer from sick, sick. North Carolina right now. Yeah, 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 she's in North Carolina, but she's from Matt's home state of Connecticut. Oh yeah, uh, shit. and she's 
she's playing her first like i i would say first like bigger new york show and it's like in the middle of the week yeah and she inv- of course invited us down and matt's like i don't know if i can go and i'm like i'm going <laughs> yeah because because we're about three hours from new york we're three hours north of the city mm. kind of kind of close to canada we're about halfway yeah. between new york city and canada mm. right yeah and uh yeah we're midway yeah, yeah. but i'm i'm gonna be a working man yeah working man what i don't what am i gonna do you're making yeah. money make yes. that that's money. what you're doing yeah you gotta make money all right Let's get to the important questions. Okay. Yeah. Izanagi, what's in your mug? In my mug. So what are you drinking? Actually, I have um, yerba mate. I, I live off a of yerba mate. <laughs> in my oh, cup. Oh, nice. Yeah, not sponsored. So you got That's some why tea. it's in a cup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a complete joke. Which uh, it's flavor? A, I, Enlightenment, the best flavor, the only flavor to Oh, yeah. With. Enlightenment or Blue Foria is good too. I love Blue Foria, but. Enlightenment is it's a play on words. It's the mint one, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, that is the best one. Yeah. Hundred yeah. I'm with I'm with you. Yeah. If you're doing tea with mint, mm-hmm. it's great. You fresh. Yeah. So that tea is so all fresh. Day. I love I love all teas. Um maybe it's mm-hmm. my Asian descent, but tea is like the way to go. I love coffee too, don't get me wrong. I love a really good coffee. Uh living in OC, I had like this really good Hokkaido coffee drip, which is what I would normally drink, but oh, since sick. I don't live there, tea is what I have. <laughs> yeah. What uh? What's your preference for coffee? If you are having coffee, um, uh, straight black. Uh, anything yeah. ice, because I don't, I don't really like anything hot. I like cold shit. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're in San Diego, so I mean that's yeah. justifiable. That's <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there are people up here though. Like we're we're up north enough where like once I like they always say like like I've I've heard it takes like two to three weeks for your blood to acclimate to an area, right? Mm-hmm. Like people mm-hmm. have been living up here long enough. We'll drink cold brew in the winter. Like oh yeah, it'll be like February and we'll have iced coffee in our hands. Like we're just like oh, yeah, shit. whatever. <laughs> yeah, we see yeah. snow. We see snow probably what six months out of the year, maybe five. Depends on the year, but yeah, yeah we yeah. see ice for two. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, ice, yeah. Just, like, straight just straight ice. ice Everything is months. hard as rock. Yeah, no, it's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. No, but I dig, I dig tea though, bro. I, uh, I actually we both worked for a tea shop at at a for a period of time. You yeah. were warehouse. I did, and, uh, yeah, I did warehouse inventory, and then I like painted their new warehouse. Or whatever, <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. I was, yeah, I yeah, was in was their cool. main store, and and you know was like they they had like a cool kind of like a like a tea bar Mm -hmm. and behind me like so i would sit behind the bar and behind me were all these really beautiful canisters of tea um on these shelves and the shelves were painted with like chalk paint so you could write like what was in each canister Mm -hmm. and so i got i got exposed to every kind of tea including yerba what was your favorite tea when you worked there i've never asked you that uh so i tend to prefer oolong teas they're kind of right so they're kind I get of that they're kind of between like a green tea and a black tea so yeah they've got like characteristics of both um and there was this one from taiwan mm-hmm. a taiwanese oolong called ali shan okay and so that that is uh, ali shan is a mountain range or or, or a specific peak in taiwan uh, and it's, this guy. it's a high, ele- <laughs> it's a high elevation oolong. I've never asked you this question. This is dope. This yeah, is yeah, 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 yeah. Thanks, yeah. thank you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's my shit, and they yeah. still have it to this yeah, day. Yeah, you were, you were a tea guy. Like you were a tea connoisseur before you were a coffee that's connoisseur. Well, that's kind of 
Yeah, thank you. No, that's yeah. that's kind of how I fell in love with coffee too. I mean, I think it's um, they're both specialty beverages that have really, really deep seated roots in yeah. uh, not only global commerce but you know global agriculture mm-hmm. and really dope like cultural roots. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like think of tea growers, think of coffee growers. Yeah, one. Um, I guess you can grow tea in a lot more places. Coffee, you just have sort of the coffee belt. Yes. But in general, it just it's a great way to expose yourself to cultures that you wouldn't otherwise expose yourself to. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's dope. Thank you. Yeah. Matt, what's in your mug this week? Well, um, let's see. Well, okay, so I bought a bag of coffee from Crew Coffee yeah. that you're drinking right now. Yes. Um, it's an anaerobic washed coffee from Costa Rica, I think. I believe so. Yeah. It's called like Cayello. Right? I think so. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll probably fuck it up. But uh, nothing in my mug right now. I uh-huh. am going substance free for a little bit. That includes alcohol and coffee slash caffeine. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, I guarantee you I'll be rethinking this in about three days. But yeah. I just have been noticing lately that I, you know, I tend to drink a lot of coffee. We have a coffee yeah. podcast and we do coffee education and stuff. So caffeine is a very, you know, central part of my life yeah and i it, my mental health hasn't been phenomenal in the last few You've years been anxious. yeah and yeah anxiety and panic yeah. attacks have been a thing so oh, no. i've been kind of you gotta dial back. back on the caffeine um and alcohol is kind of doing the same thing to me so oh, i wow. just yeah you know yeah. i had a bad experience this past week and i was like you know what? i'm just gonna take a break so i feel oh yeah 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 damn i'm sorry to hear that how so, about tea you gonna have tea yeah let's see because tea is caffeine in it too, right. you know. Yeah. Well, I have that coffee in my mug. I'm not going to double down on what you said. And we were dumb and didn't bring the bag down here to read and <laughs> act like we knew more about it than we do. It's really good though. I mean, dude, Luke Rock is a great roaster, and I know. Crew continues to put out. I love the new bag design for yeah. them. Yeah, I yeah. love the way like they redesigned it. How they fold the top solid. Back on itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and not only that, uh, I've been sitting. Since I'm up in Glens Falls and Spectre, we have a coffee shop up in, Matt and I are in two separate towns, but we have the same coffee shop now. Okay, right. Um, yeah, because Crew has their Glens Falls location. And so if I get done with work closer to like three or well, closer to like one or two, like if I get done with my big meetings for the day, I'll yeah. go and do laptop work at Crew. Oh. in Glens Falls and I'll sit down and usually Paul's there who's like a jazz drummer the, there's so many like music people in coffee that like I'll sit That's there and like yeah. inevitably yeah people start talking about music and Josiah and David were there one day oh, they're great yeah. guitar players mm-hmm. well David's keys is David keys Josiah's yeah. a great guitar player. yeah 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 no yeah. Dave's keys you're right and so we all ended up like just chatting music for like two hours just impromptu That's great. that was great that was super sick no, I, yeah. I meet a lot of like dope uh, musicians at um coffee coffee shops because like you see them with the midi controller you also have the midi controller and it's kind of just like a a, a silent head nod like, at first yeah, yeah yeah you're like i understand <laughs> we're getting the ambiance the foley i get you <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> just a little nod and then you're like is that an akai mpk <laughs> <laughs> that's actually what i started with what you working on <laughs> yeah. yeah that's cool man uh all right so hardest question of the podcast yeah what's your jam do you want to start ren oh what's my jam all right actually yeah sure so okay do you mind if i pull up my like spotify real quick i have a bunch of like no absolutely not this is the part of the podcast where people pull up their spotify i don't have to pull up mine i already know what my jam is 
Oh, you can go ahead and There's start. There's so then. much good music. There's so much good music. Yeah, okay, I'll go first while you guys are pulling up Spotify. So my jam this week, it's a whole album. It's This Place Will Become Your Tomb. It's the new release from Sleep Token. It is absolutely out of the this world phenomenal. I'm sure you saw Nick Zegich and I talking about it. Oh, yeah. We love Sleep Token. Damn. They are so effing good. All right. But it starts with like piano, like a piano ballad, and they're like very... Some people would put them in the category of Prague. Yeah, and there's yeah. a lot of like yeah. really genty moments on the album. And then there's like these beautiful electronic moments. They're almost like the spiritual successor to Nine Inch Nails. And I've also been listening to a lot of Nine Inch Nails. So Sleep Token's my jam this Hello. week. Yeah. Nice. All nice. right, what do you got, nice. Red? All right, so for me, I have this track. It's a Korean R&B track. It's called uh, Miss Call by Atlanta. Giselle featuring Chancellor. Nice. Production is so fucking good. So good. Yeah? I, I counted at least three snares in there. At least. There's got to be more. Because it's just... It sounds so sonically amazing, especially with headphones. Yeah. And I, I, I don't understand Korean. I'm not going to pretend like I do. I understand a little bit. Like, I know, like, the basics yeah. and stuff. But the... It goes back to what I was talking about, how it's how the melody, right? The, like the things that you yeah. feel when they're singing, I'm just like, this is an amazing ass song. Yeah, dude. Um, do you listen to TK? I love TK. Yes, I love TK. Nice, Me too. In the hand is like one of my favorite tracks. It's so good. Yes, that Damn, piano I ballad. Oh, yes. Oh, Korean, Korean R and B, Korean R and B, baby. <laughs> Yo, do you fuck with um, hi-fi music listening at all? Do you have like uh, like a setup at all to like really dial into like I, I don't know if you guys fuck with this at all, but there's like there's a whole subculture of music listening where you get you you have like you know really really high quality um, you know a- amplifiers and and oh audio oh, yeah. yeah 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 I mean. You can even just get really good hi-fi headphones and listen to like high-quality digital. Yeah. Uh, but but if you have like a if you have like a record player mm-hmm. and you run a really good preamp through it and really good speakers bro. and bro, that's my dream. You already know. Last night I was listening to Prince and the Revolution on a record player. <laughs> like course, yeah, yeah, that was damn. That was a dope <laughs> time. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, but, Matt, yeah. what's your jam? What you got? Uh, so uh, this one's out of left field, actually. Um, Ooh, Mac Miller's like nice. you know organization or whoever mm-hmm. whoever is handling his music now rest in peace mac uh the uh they're re-releasing or rather releasing uh properly his mixtape called faces yeah and yeah, they yeah. they just um it's like an anniversary re-release i saw uh, it yeah. must be yeah. yeah and and they just they just released um at least one track uh, colors and shapes which is more of like a ballad dope uh, so I'm really excited to see that um, pop up on my Spotify and iTunes because mm-hmm. right now you got to go to like you know Datpiff or yeah. um, what's the other what's the other one if, if you got to li- if you want to listen uh, to a mixtape you can't your milk go- yeah yeah milk. exactly yeah, yeah dude that's, that's a deep shit. cut for yeah, like, like people in the hip hop community <laughs> and like the electronic community you say ear milk and like if someone's like did you just say ear milk you're like all right you know what's up that's yeah music's so cool because music i feel like music is only subcultures right like there's there's a there's like a societal culture for music based on what country that you're in but even that is a subculture of music right if we're if we're talking globally that's true music is only subcultural it's great 
It's my favorite part about it. I think so. Ren, do you have any other jams for this week? I feel like you you've got some dope music. Some and dope. And you probably parts. just looked at three, and you were like, you're like, all right, I'll pick this one. Yeah, that's ex- actually exactly what I said. <laughs> <laughs> Called out. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> um, yeah. So let me really pull out some deep cuts here because I have like playlists specifically for like dope guitar shit and like. Okay. Playlist for like really sad R and B stuff. <laughs> sad Ooh, music I, is like my I've favorite. I've got a, I've got a good add on to that. What's your favorite song by Unprocessed? I'll play that for Matt when we're when we're done. Oh, for Unprocessed, done. the one with Tim. Uh, uh real. Uh, real. Real right? is good. Yeah, real is good. And yeah, Candyland. Real. Yeah. Those those two are my favorite tracks. Oh my god, Candyland's oh, so good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I love Candyland. That that, that little um tempo switch. Uh, in the second yeah. verse, it was like a what the fuck, but still sick. <laughs> so good, so so good. My uh, favorite, my favorite is Dead Rose, like hands down. That 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 song is so good. Like, I love Dead Rose. Oh <laughs> yeah. So what uh, else you got? You look like you're looking at a couple of things. There's this guy named uh, Kaichi Naito. He's a guitarist. Really deep cut. Okay. He gets like about 900 listeners. So he's oh he's is still it N I T O? No, no, that's. That's that's Ichika. Nito. That's Ichika, yeah. This is a different guy. Okay, all right. Yeah. Sorry. But um Ichika is super sick too. He's actually the one that's on yeah. Sakura, my track. That's so funny. Oh. Oh yeah. Yeah, funny about that. Dude. Um I don't I bought like his sample pack cuz he released uh-huh. like a guitar sample pack and I was like, "Oh, cool. So I could have like Ichika on a song." But I didn't yeah. want to like feed off of his clout. You know, like by putting yeah. his name in a feature. So I didn't put his name in a he's feature. He's got some clout. But if you go yeah. on the song on Spotify and look in the credits, he's definitely credited there. Just because that is his riff. Oh, sick. Yeah. That's so cool. That's also like, I gotta I gotta say, hats off to you for not doing that. Like for not biting on that. You know, because yeah. like a lot of people would. And I feel like there that's a tough decision to make because you can feed off of his clout because you are using his sample and you bought the pack you own it right so like right. music rights wise you're you're cool to mention that he's on the track but like that was really that's really kind and moral of you to not use his name when you didn't have any direct like contact with him that's contact like that's a really him. good move man right yeah like you yeah Thank you, you didn't like it's not like he recorded it with you or for you specifically so right. i really like i like that you did that so props man seriously thank you thank That's, you yeah you're welcome because like uh i don't want to like mislead people I, I i try to be as genuine as possible i mean like to the point where That's like so important yeah my music is hidden behind like a, f- a fictional story but at the end of the day i'm like still being genuine with it like it's all comes from a, a, my heart you know and I, I do that yeah. with connections and stuff and my stories and everything I say. I, I don't see a reason to lie about shit. And if I never met this guy, I'm not going to say that I worked on this song with them, sampled them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dude, that's so good. That's so rare. Like, there's so many people who would just, like, bite off his clout for, yeah. like, for sure. Exactly. Yeah. Damn, man. We need more of that. Yeah, we do need more of that. Yeah. Yeah. You know what else we need more of? What? Matt Pfeiffer to be exposed to the dope music that we're talking about. Yeah, I know. And I'm going to do that <laughs> right now. Right the fuck? Right in, now. In, in just a moment, we're going to wrap this up, man. Okay. Uh, Izanagi, b- before we wrap everything up, where can okay. people find you apart from the Spotify link that we're going to throw up in the description to this episode? Thank you. Um, so my main like 
I guess you could say social media is Izanagi on Instagram. So it's spelled weird. Instead of spelling it I Z A, instead instead of using the A's in Izanagi, switch them to these. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. they're A's, fangs. A's to V's. They're fangs. A's to V's. Izanagi. They are fangs, actually. Yeah. I I yes. did not yes. have. I, oh shit! Called it. Nice. I did not have a hard time finding you. A's to no. V's. A's to V's, man. A's to V's. So Izanagi on Instagram, and then definitely on Spotify. I, I mean, we're gonna be throwing it up. Oh yeah. Week, yeah, I'm oh, sure that'll awesome. be my uh, my Tunes Day jam. Yeah, that should be your Tunes yeah. Day jam. Oh, you pick you pick your favorite song, and I'll pick mine, and we'll see if they're different. Deal. And we'll upload them without talking to each other about it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> cool. Sick. <laughs> Dude, thank you so much for coming no, out and chatting with us. Thank man. you for having me. It was a great, a great, great time. Awesome, dude. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, we'll keep in touch. Absolutely. I want to be your friend, and we'll come and visit you someday. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. And I'll, I'll yeah, come visit too. I always wanted to go out on the East Coast.